Thanks for tuning in to this very special episode of WKBW. I'm your host, Chet Ubecha, and on today's show, we're going to have a special guest who is a middle-level instructional coordinator. Um, he's worked around children and teachers alike for years, and he is here to offer his uh, advice on some situations that uh, middle-level students may face. Uh, so would you take a second and introduce yourself? Sure, I am Jim Jimstone, and I'm, like he said, I am an educational coordinator, and I'll be talking about um, uh, an issues, well, several issues that uh, is faced by a particular uh, student I, I know, and we'll just use the name uh, Jenny to protect her uh, true identity. All right. So how, how today is going to work is it's going to be broken up into four separate segments. Um, the first will cover some of the cognitive, intellectual well-being aspects. The second will be covering uh, some behavior. The third will be covering the social-emotional well-being of middle-level students. And the fourth session will be about fostering some positive relationships in the classroom. And before we get going, I'll just have a shout-out to our sponsors, who is who are Woodland Bank and Al's Pizzeria. Uh, don't forget to mention this podcast for 10% off of a large cheese pie whenever you go into Al's Pizzeria today. So without further ado, uh, Jim, will you will you take it away and uh, start talking about Jenny and uh, just a little bit about what she has faced in school? Sure, I can do that. Well, you know, let's see, where, where are we at here? We know a little bit about Jenny. Uh, she has struggled in one of her one of her classes and this class is art and so there's a teacher who had reached out to Jenny and said that she should come by sometime whenever she can to homeroom and get some feedback and some tips about how to improve uh, her performance in class and that's that's good that the teacher is making themselves available and inviting Jenny the opportunity to come uh, by on homeroom, but also it's good to know that feedback should be timely uh, and and accurate. You know, uh, if some of the kids you know take a test or have a project, and then a week or two, maybe three, goes by before you give them any feedback, uh, that feedback may not be as effective because it's not current. It's not. Uh, relevant at that specific time. You know, those students are going to need help as they're progressing on an assignment. Um, you know, you you can intervene before, in the middle, and after, but make sure that that feedback is timely and accurate for sure. All right. And let's see, where are we at? Where else are we at here? Cognitive development. Okay. All right. So, Let's move on to session two for now, uh, which is behavior, okay? And behaviors can be challenging uh, for the middle-level uh, students. You may experience a lot of backtalk or, or different things. Um, and I see all the time a lot of teachers trying to create robots, right? Like replicas of one another, okay? You know, this is what I mean. Sit here, keep your hands to yourself, use a quiet voice, do this, don't do that. You know, I, I see a lot of these teachers... Um, that may just try to like stop behaviors altogether. And, you know, with, with Jenny, we have this case where 
she slaps a girl, right? It's They're having an issue over a sweater. So she goes and, uh, well, it's not over the sweater. It is, oh, yeah, yeah. Jenny slaps Mary Catherine Kelly for saying something mean about her brother, okay? And, you know, maybe how the situation was handled, the teacher said, hey, don't hit. Hitting is wrong. We don't need to do that. Um, but maybe instead of saying that, we could address the situation like, and view Jenny as a student who's very passionate. Okay. Jenny, I understand that you're trying to stand up for your brother. That's good. That's a good trait to have. And you should always stand up for the people you love and the people around you. Okay. But there's a right way to stand up for someone and there's a wrong way. You know, maybe we could ask Jenny uh, what she could have done differently. Let's explore some options together. Okay. G middle level students are very, they like to explore. So work with Jenny, explore some other op options that she could use to solve this problem. Okay. We also know Jenny has a couple of siblings, right? So let's think about sibling interactions and how these affect her at school. You know, we see that Jenny is pulled out of class sometimes to go help her younger brother, right? She's like, coming in to, to save the day, you know, but she may not view it as that. She may view it more as uh, an annoyance. But what we can do in these times is nurture this caretaking personality that she has, you know. Tell Jenny that you noticed that in her. Hey, I noticed that you're taking care of your brother. I noticed that you're a caretaker. That is such an awesome thing to do. Let's fan that flame in you and, you know, just continue to encourage Jenny to be that caretaker, all right? And that can help her have a positive mindset, too, you know, because it, it she may not view it as her being a caretaker. She may just view it as her, oh, gosh, I've got to go save the day again. Let me help my little brother, you know. Um, but that can kind of help her personality. And we also know that with her older brother, there's the pressures of, going and doing something crazy and wild and wacky, you know, and what, what we can do, you know, uh, the teachers, you know, they can encourage her to, um, recognize the difference between right and wrong and, and choose to do the right thing. You know, even when the right thing is not cool and help her choose to do that right thing. Okay. So let's move on to the, the third session, the social emotional well-being uh, that of Jenny. Okay. So, we see that there is this interesting relationship between Jenny and a friend that she has. Okay. And there's a shift between their friends and they're not friends. They're friends and there's not friends. And there's, there's some unspoken issues between the two um, regarding why they aren't friends anymore. Okay. And so it may create some awkwardness and some tension in the classroom. So what educators can do is remind kids up front, hey, this is a safe place. Okay, this is not a place where um, people are going to be, you know, mean to you or, you know, hurt you like in the classroom. You're safe, you're loved, you're cared for and offer yourself as a mediator or, you know, refer them to the counselor and inform the counselor what's going on so that there can be some sort of mediator between the girls and ultimately work work through what's going on. Because, you know, they're, they're best friends and then they're not. and um, It can just help them. Uh, you know, to be good friends again, right? So about their social and emotional well-being with Jenny, we, some of her purchasing decisions 
She buys a lot of makeup. She spends a lot of money on her hair. So she's very concerned with her self-image. And I think a very unique way to tackle this situation would be have a lot of honest self-reflection assignments. Okay. And like her art class or art teacher may assign an assignment that's a self-portrait so that kids can draw how they actually see themselves, you know, and like you can even do an analysis after that, you know, like of the features that they drew in their face and did they exaggerate a nose or eyebrows or forehead or something. And and maybe some of those insecurities that they have would come out through the drawing of themselves. In other courses, um, maybe English, you could have a self-reflection journal. And that's also just kind of creating a safe space too for Jenny to open up and to reflect honestly about her life and what's going on and how she feels about everything as well. Okay. Uh, moving on to the last category, we have fostering positive relationships. And this starts from day one in the classroom. I think one of the greatest things you can do is set high expectations at the beginning of the year. Okay. So we know that Jenny comes into the new year and she is, she's anxious because she was embarrassed last year. There was an instance where she got hit in the nose with a ball and a kid had called her a mean name, banana nose, because her nose had swelled up. So at the beginning of the year, something that you can do again is, is remind them that the past is in the past. Hey guys, this is a new year. It's a clean slate. I'm getting excited. It's going to be a great year. We're going to learn a lot of good stuff. It's going to be very good. Um, I'm just so excited for the growth that each and every one of you are going to have. Just an idea, you know. Uh, and, if, and if Jenny still struggles with that image that she has of herself, with those, uh, with being anxious about that embarrassing thing in the past, what she can do, or what you can do with her, is talk to her about being resilient and bouncing back. Um, you can assign projects for the curriculum. Give her opportunities to show off her talents. And that might be a decent way to combat some of the insecurities that she is facing. Now, regarding her family, we know that she has a very good relationship with her mom. Um, now, with her, with her dad, she's try, really trying to get one. Um, she really hopes her mom gets married most of the time. Um, but let's include her mom, okay? And not just, you know, once a quarter or twice a semester, you know. We have one of her teachers that uh, emailed mom and said, hey, let's meet up in the next parent-teacher conference and discuss Junie's performance. But that should be something that is taken care of a lot more frequently. And, and what I mean is there should be more direct communication with the parent, especially if you know that the parent is you know re really involved at home. Like, let's get them opportunities to get involved at school, whether it be volunteering for a program, staying late, you know, you name it. They're, you know, holiday events, whatever it is. Get the mom up there. Let's call, let's email, whatever you need to do. Um, set up some sort of system that you can um, consistently contact the parents and keep them involved about what's going on. Um, and that's just another way to help, you know, parents take ownership of their children's education as well. So that's about all the time we have for today, and we've covered a lot of issues. So thanks for tuning in, guys.